All right, welcome in everyone to The Last Word with Sosa, episode number two. Um, gonna have a couple guests in here later on. Just wanted to uh, get a couple things out before you know the homies pull up. Um, since the last time we've been on, we've seen uh, Javante Davis get into a boxing match against Raleigh Romero. I say Raleigh because Roley would indicate that he was good and he's fucking garbage. Um, State of boxing is in probably its best state it's been in for maybe a decade. Uh, not necessarily from a standpoint of fighters that are worth the pay-per-view, but just the young stable of fighters that we have entering or close to their athletic prime. Um, you got Shakur Stevenson, obviously Tank. Um, obviously, uh, you have Devin Haney and, and a multitude of other guys who are still there in the uh, in the mix. Uh, just saw Haney pretty much tactically destroy Cambosis last night. Um, it wasn't particularly close. Um, but I just want people to remember that we were spoiled for two decades with with, with Floyd Mayweather, and and nobody was buying pay per views to to actually see him box. I mean, for all intents and purposes, he's one of the most boring boxers we've ever seen because he just tactically destroys you. Absolute technician, a pugilist of the sport. Um, I think that. We are in such a such a such a search for entertainment that it's hard to appreciate something that's not a brawl or that's aesthetically pleasing. And that's another reason, I guess, why you know Manny Pacquiao would get so much love is because he get in the slugfest where you know he get his brain beat in for ten rounds and then you know finish off the guy that was beating his brain in for ten rounds. Um, Again, we are so thirsty for entertainment that we at times, you know, neglect to, to just enjoy what we get, what we see, the greatness that you see from the mastery of a craft. You know, boxing just doesn't always have to be all knockouts or brawls. Like, enjoy what you see. Devin Haney last night's a perfect example of that. He fought very much like a great, a, a young, great fighter. Um, don't get touched and hit your opponent, that's boxing. It's not go out there and throw reckless punches for 12 rounds and hope you don't get knocked the fuck out. That's it's not the fucking goal. The goal is to walk out there with the least damage to your face, body, and frame in general than the other guy. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to make sure I touched on boxing. I think people really just um, boxing has kind of taken a bit of a backseat since Floyd has, has retired. We're going to get some really good fights here coming in the next six months. So I really just want to make sure that I always touch on that. Um, real quick, Yankee fans, y'all are happy right now. See me after the all-star break. I want to see where y'all are at. Um, stop DMing me and stop adding me about y'all being the best team in baseball. You're not. I mean, you look good. You look good right now, but you're not the best team in baseball. We all know that that team resides in Los Angeles. Um, just trying to make sure I ain't miss anything else. Uh, it's still Warriors in six. Game one just happened. We're waiting on game two, obviously, tonight. Um, obviously, when you when when you listen a little further, you'll see where I stand on on the game. Uh, but yeah, moving on. First game of the NBA Finals. Boston versus Golden State. You got the light-skinned assassins who look like they had water guns against a Boston Celtics team that just shot the fucking lights out in the fourth quarter. Uh, if you know me, I'm not a fan of either of these teams. 
but I always like to get perspective from people who actually know the game. Uh, about nine months ago, I met this kid on uh, on Twitter, Teflon Reek. Super cool kid from LA. Thing that was crazy to me is this dude don't like no LA teams. He's a fucking Jets fan. He's a Celtics fan, but he actually knows the game. Obviously, he likes the color green. I don't blame him. Uh, but he's the one guy I really, really wanted to get on a pod uh, because I know that the conversation is going to be unfiltered and honest. So after last night's debacle, we just saw Steph Curry and them get hawked down by these young boys and Al Horford. And, you know, I, I want to get the perspective fresh out of a Celtics fan's mind who knows the game to, to really explain what we saw and what his take is. So I, without further ado, I want to welcome in my guy, Teflon Reek. Check him out on the Teflon Sports Pod. Um, and if you're not following him, like, what the fuck are you really doing? For real. What's good, my boy? How are you? Yo, appreciate it, man. Appreciate you having me on. You already uh, know. Fire intro, too, but... <laughs> so, that. Bro, where do I even start? Like, they Don't started worry, out... They started out, bro. Guard and Curry, like, they forgot we was playing Steph Curry. So that was a little irritating, but that's just how they are. Like, they got to get pushed in the mouth first. Why, I don't know, but that's just really how they've been all year. Um, when you look at the way Curry was playing, like, he was going supernova. We, we was always, like, down four, down six, down three, down. So I'm like, yo, we can survive this Curry, like, Avalanche. We straight, you know what I mean? And we survived that. Second quarter came, uh, a couple of bumps and bruises, uh, Tatum was ass shooting the ball. JB was ass shooting the ball. But Horford, Smart, D.Y., Pitcher, they was making timely shots. Marcus and, Smart, wow. I mean, he hit two really crazy contested tray balls. Just yeah, that could have saved the game. Like they, they would, it would be right on on the on the brink of like a quick seven zero run, and he would hit a three or get a timely steal. Um, great defensive second quarter. We go up, we go, we, we lead in the half, and then third quarter comes. They went crazy from three, but the whole time they went crazy. I was telling my man's like, as long as it's not Curry going crazy from three, I'm cool with that. Like, let Otto Porter, Wiggins, Looney, all those dudes have crazy third quarter. I'm fine with that. As long as it's not Curry and Clay, it is what it is. Um, I feel like Udoka put some some great buttons with he put he put Marcus Smart on Draymond, so they do the de- defensive handoffs. It's just running into Smart. Um, we pretty much made Clay Thompson just unplayable in the second half in terms of the way he likes to get his shot off. Derek White is probably the best on off-ball defending basketball the way he can navigate screens. Um, Rob held it down as long as he could, and then the fourth quarter comes, we down 12, and I'm like, I said, we need a big JB, Tatum quarter, and we can win this game. Like, I just, I never felt like we were down 12. It was 12, but it never felt like we were getting we were getting cracked like that. Um, JB comes out, hit a midi, 10-point uh, game, hits a three, seven-point game. Okay, cool, they call time. Then we come back down again, turnover, force a miss, Horford three, Curry makes a layup, Derek White three. Like it was just you, you can you can feel the momentum changing like like that quick in a final. So that was why it was so crazy. Like we warrior the Warriors, you know what I mean? Um, I, I, I like I'm glad you said that because listen, as you know, I like I'm a numbers guy. I'm also an eye test guy. But bro, seven for seven to start a quarter. And I know you guys hit like nine threes uh, in a game in a quarter against Milwaukee. So it's not the first time you guys have hit nine threes. So you're Mm -hmm. fully capable of letting it fly. Um, Obviously, in that one, it was Grant Williams and 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 uh, and and Tatum just, you know, and and Mm -hmm. Horford obviously as well. But um, in this one, that that, like I said, man, you you said it right. You warriored the Warriors. Um, 
you won the turnover battle. You you made every shot, bro. When I I could not believe what I was seeing. And you know, you know, like I'm I'm we we all we all are like, okay, uh, we understand the approach for for Golden State. It's actually almost too much to an analytic standpoint, right? Where mm-hmm. it's like, okay, the the numbers say if we allow them to shoot these shots, even if they're wide open, you'd rather them shooting those shots. But when they make them, you look like a dickhead. Mm-hmm. When, when you try to play these these finesse defenses because you have guys who are liabilities. When you come across guys that uh, that have the that have the heart and the balls to take the shot and make the shot, that is where you run into a problem. And 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 also, we got to give Jay we got to give Jay Tatum his his credit. You've been talking about it all year. Um, you got to get better at making people around him better. He did that this season. Everybody's going to look at the three for seventeen shooting, but what do he do? He got thirteen dimes. I believe six of them were on three point shots. Nine. Nine of them were on three-point shots. Finals record, man. <laughs> wow, y'all, y'all hearing real? They see real numbers. Real yeah. numbers. They say in the debut was the most ever for for a debut in the play, in the finals. That's insane. And this is a guy who we'd say doesn't pass the ball well, doesn't make people around him better. Thirteen dimes impacted the game, impacted a win on the road in the playoffs, even while shooting shitty. Mm-hmm. NBA should be on notice. The world should be on notice for that. Y'all, because like I said, the casuals are going to talk about the three for 17. But he impacted the game and helped this team win the fucking game. Mm-hmm. That should be the biggest thing, right, for me. Sure. Um, Jordan Poole. Thoughts on Jordan Poole, man. Let me tell because I remember I remember about three, three, four, three months ago, Matt, not even that long ago, like first round, you know, you, we, we saw him play and, and and you were, you know, you were you were rather high on him. What What is you, you just saw him last night? What was what's the deal? So. The reason I was so high on him was I'm like, yo, who's a lot, who's a like, who are the guys in the league who can dribble like him, shoot like him, and finish like him? It's like a very short list. But then I never knew his defense was that bad because first round he didn't have to guard anybody really, so it got it got swept in the rug. Second round when I seen him, he like he couldn't guard anybody. I'm like, wait a minute, bro. He, if he's that bad physically, then we gotta bring him down. And then in the Mavs series, they showed if you get physical with him, he's no longer that crazy offensive guy either so now he's just out there and um yeah man it's just gonna be tough for him bro like i i told everybody like we we locked up katie and kyrie irving we locked up not locked up Giannis, but made Giannis look like a human locked up drew holiday then we made, we made hero and those guys Strews like unplayable there was no way we we're gonna be confused about joining pool this defense is really like that bro um last night in the game bro the Clay and Pool lineups had 171 defensive rating. Like there's just they can't guard anybody on there, bro. It's just all you see is you see the Wiggins being point of attack, and that's cool because that means four and five at that point. And then it's Draymond Roman. That's even better because he can't stop at the rim. We just saw Giannis Brook Lopez. We saw Bam. So I mean, it's like the the only adjustment for the Warriors honestly is Clay and Clay and Pool need to step up. And they can can they do that? Yeah, of course. But that's that's their only the really better, better team. Like point blank, shout out Curry. He's goat. They're playing a the series. They have the experience. Curry's been here before. Their team's not better than us. They haven't played anybody as good as this, as physical as us. And it just comes down to like we they have to prove to me that Clay Thompson, Jordan Poole, can repeatedly beat us. Like good Otto Porter game, good Wiggins game. Um, Porter saved them. Uh, Porter saved yeah, them. Yeah. If Porter sure. doesn't hit those three threes in the first half. Y'all probably win this bitch by 25. For sure. Um, because you know Golden State, if Golden State's down double digits entering the third, they usually get stomped out. They fold, yeah. The only was, time 
I think the only time, only three times this year, they were down by double digits. And one of them was against Dallas. Remember Dallas was up 12 in the first half mm -hmm. and they couldn't miss. And in the third quarter, they went 0 for 11 from three. Yeah. Math series. But it comes down to this, bro. When I watched both these teams, like no corny shit. It was like the Warriors are making it seem like, like when Curry hit a three, he was like, yo, these niggas not folding yet. Like, why aren't they quitting? When we would hit a three, he would look to the sideline at Curry, like, yo, like they're not, they're not quitting right now. Every, like every time, no every team survives that third quarter Warriors run. And this, 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 this one again, this was a key button game. It was, we were down, it was 82 69. Tatum missed the wide open three, hard break. Pool grabbed it. There was some transition. It was gonna be, it was gonna be a four on, it's gonna be a four on one fast break. He strips pool and gets a layup. So now you're down 12. And that 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 changed the whole thing in terms of this how it's gonna go. It could have been 14. Curry missed a three. Derek White grabs the rebound, comes down, hits the layup. Next possession, Otto Porter missed a three. White grabs the four seconds left. White grabs the rebound, coast to coast. Iggy fouls him. We're in the bonus. Two free throws going to heck, going to fourth down 12. Like it's just every time they were about to take the top off, we were always there. And then the final, like Nellan Coffin was. After our crazy Remy was on, Draymond missed both free throws. You could just feel that everybody just they, their souls just left the building, right? Just left. There's they no reason. Left. No reason for Draymond Green to be shooting 12 shots in the year at the year of our Lord 2022. I he's hearing I, all the noise, bro. He he's hearing the yo, they're gonna make Draymond he has to beat them to play, but at the same time, it's like, bro, again, like we we have to guard Giannis, we have to guard Kevin Durant, we we just guarded Bam. Like, I'm not Draymond Green in the half court is not gonna be a thing offensively, bro. He he needs 10 points a game for them to do stuff, or he's just there. Because you can't have you can't you can't ask Curry to score 30 and be the best playmaker and get the rebounds and run coast to coast, guard one through four. It's just not gonna be a thing, bro. Like they you have to step up. Also, um, we gotta we gotta give Steve Kerr some bull some shit for for trying that bullshit nostalgia lineup. There's no reason why Iggy and Draymond should sure. be on the floor together in the year 2022. I I I just don't understand it. Um I also, I think the my my biggest thing is I think that Kerr either has to shorten his rotation, or you know roll the dice on other guys, whether it's Bielitsa, whether it's Peyton. And I know you know we're gonna say Bielitsa defensively is not it, but again, you have to be able to you have to try things because like when I when I watch when I watch y'all, y'all are clearly the superior team talent wise. And I don't I don't really think it's a debate. They got Stephen Curry. Clay Thompson, who has no bag, Jordan Poole, who can't guard me one, Andrew Wiggins, who's hot and cold, Jekyll Hyde, I, whatever, whatever yeah, term. Yeah, Jekyll Hyde for sure. Um, but again, it's when we talk about talent, you guys have a you guys have a surplus of talent. And the thing is, is that you guys have been playing a shorter rotation the whole playoffs. So you're you're accustomed to everyone that's playing. The thing about Steve Kerr is that he has the propensity at times to try and get cute and play guys like Iguodala who hasn't fucking played in two months and, and, and take minutes away from a guy who was actually playing and in some level of a rhythm prior to him coming back. I don't mm -hmm. understand that. I, and, and, and that that's a bit of an issue for me, but again, it's only one game, right? There's no extreme overreaction. We know that they're, you're, we know that they're, you know, they have championship pedigree an elite coach um, for you. I want to, I want to hear your outlook for the next few games. Um, and well, the next game in particular, and uh, where you see this series uh, pivoting to, and we're gonna obviously re we're gonna record again in between because I want to I want to get a lot of these reactions, especially from like 
Celtics fans, I'm gonna gonna try and get a Warrior fan on for about five minutes because you don't get a lot of my time when you get fucking hawked down like that in the fourth quarter. So I'm I'm gonna let him come on for about five minutes and you know cop his plea. But yeah. I definitely want to hear uh, your your outlook here for uh, for for the remainder of these NBA finals. I know you're hype as shit too. You're fucking hype. So it's the best feeling in the world when like your team just does the job, bro. Like just do this and you'll win. It's that simple, like. My outlook, I had I had season six. I knew we were going to win game one. Like I said, we weren't going to lose three game one. That wasn't even in the cards. I never thought about that. Um, game two, I want to see how – I promise you this. Like, quote me, game two, Clay Thompson is going to take, like, ten shots in the first quarter, bro. They're going to try to come out off of being – throw the first haymaker, so on, so on. And the thing is, though, this is my thing, bro. Like, shout out to the threes and all that. Aside from them going six minutes without a bucket – after having a three-point lead in the fourth, they scored 26 paint points. Like they can't get they can't get to the rim. So it's like, and they made 19, excuse me. They made 19 threes. So it's like, I don't really care about like oh shooting veins with if like I saw auto point go four for five. I saw Wiggins make every single three that came off a tip out. Um Clay made three for seven. So it's just like Curry had six and one quarter, bro. You know? Um it really comes down to if we just limit, like we saw in the series, just limit our turnovers. When when we get in half court, just they can't do anything when it's on either end, bro. They have they played way too many people who either offensively don't get the job done. As far as scoring the ball, right, right. So like I, I worry fans like yo, we gotta play GP two. It's like bro, he fractured his elbow, and you want him to, you want to throw him into this series and say guard Jalen Brown. Like that's just not like. Physically, mentally, that's just not how basketball works, bro. We, he's still human, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, so the, the Iggy minutes, I felt it was disrespectful, but I think that was more Curry trying to just just show because like Jordan Poole has been there before. Neither is Wiggins. Otto Porter has been there before, so he's trying to try to steal some minutes. But as long as they're gonna play us like this, bro, where they're gonna dare us to miss, not gonna happen, bro. The Nets, Bucks, and Heat were all saying the same things after seven games. Like, we're not going to miss wide open shots for a whole series, bro. It's not gonna happen. Now we're playing a team who's less physical than us. So we have the legs. I mean, it, it is what it is, bro. Like, I got them winning game two, but if we still game two, we're going to win this in five games. And I agree. agree one of those. I, I, completely, I completely agree with what you just said right there. Um, I, I don't think that Golden State can afford to go into Boston down 0 2. Yeah. Um, being that they have experience, you know, losing a game at home is not the end of the world. Obviously, they didn't win. They didn't lose any games at the crib prior to last night. So, you know, everyone's expectation was for things to continue on. Mm-hmm. And obviously, entering the fourth quarter, they thought that they were well on their way to another home win. And y'all said, shut the fuck up. For sure. Um, so, I, I, I uh, like I said, I, I, I'm glad. I'm, I'm happy to hear, uh, you know, your, your insight, your takes on, on your team. Obviously, they're your team. Um, but I'm glad you brought the facts. You looked at just about every every analytic and number entering uh, game two. Uh, I do agree with you that Golden State takes game two um, simply because championship pedigree back against the wall, must win situation against a younger team. You should. You should. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I do agree also that they're going to try to get Clay going. Um, a couple of things that 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 really stuck out to me. Um, the the way in which Steve Kerr staggered Steph Curry's minutes, a little odd to me, have him sit out five minutes at a time. He took two breaks, obviously. He played the entire first quarter. Um, 
I don't I don't know if he wasn't I don't know if he was more tired in the in the fourth quarter or it was that Boston just kind of sucked the energy out of the building. They just like it, it's the the fans are on emotional high and then it's they hit a three, you put up a brick. They hit a three, you put up a brick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just kind of sucked the life out of the, the out of the crowd. And then, you know, once y'all got up, it was it was over. Um, I do like the Warriors in game two. Um I'm not gonna really. I, obviously, you've seen, you've heard me on 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 spaces. I did pick against yeah. y'all in the series. Yeah. I have I have no qualms about it. I mean, I'm going with the team that's experienced. Um, but again, after watching last night, there is a talent disparity. Boston is more talented, but uh, experience and system is what uh, the Warriors are going to rely on, and mm-hmm. I think that they figure it out. Um, the another another the, my final takeaway is this. The Warriors have to play some level of, I mean, even if it's closing out, bro, like they, there were so many crazy wide open shots. Um, I do expect them, like I said, expect them to come out with different energy in game two. I expect it to be a series, obviously, but if they lose game two, my God. If they, uh, if we win game two, we win this series quick anyway. It's going to be a lot of, lot of talks, bro. Just the way the NBA is ran, period. So changes all. We got, Changes a lot of stuff, son. A lot Brad of Steve, stuff. Brad Stevens up top looking like Pat Riley right now, dog. Bro, it's like he's looking like Pat is, bro, Riley. Like, I, I just couldn't understand. Like, I get it, bro. They won their series quicker and we didn't. But like, that's not how basketball works, yo. Like, this is the first time in the Warriors dynasty they're playing two wings like this. Like ever, bro. They either play like they play Kyrie and Braun, they play Kawhi, Pascal. Um they played hard in them, but like it's two wings like this. They've never seen it before. And Curry is older, Clay is older, and hurt. Draymond's older. Like I just never, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get the whole like. I knew and dogs, but it's like y'all, y'all know what you like. We beat Giannis, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like for sure. Game seven. So it's you like killed the champs. I I hear you. Yeah. So we ready for all of this though. The only my only thing though I need is we gotta do a better job with the um. The miscommunications, because like that Curry, like the way we, we we got hot, so we ended up winning. But they could have easily just randomly hit thirty threes because we were so trash defensively that first quarter, yes. well first half. Um, so we have we got way more guns we can play than them. I did not think we could play pitch in this series, but obviously we can because they the Warriors style of hunt is not the same as the way we saw Jimmy Hunt or Giannis Nim Hunt or Curry Curry Hunt. Like they, there's no bully ball at all with the Warriors. At it's all, an so. equal opportunity offense. Exactly. So. Yeah. You could put Pritchard out there. Like, on the fourth, I think we've been smart. We just played Pritchard Derek White and said, go ahead. So, yep. if if they let it, if they're going to allow us to just play how we want to play, like, don't make it at all like a, a mind thing or anything, yep. then, all right, cool. Well, we can do the X's and O's. Like, we got this whole playoff running show. We can do bully ball. We can we can do – we can win a shootout. We can win ugly, fast break, transition. Like, we've shown all of that. So, if they go going to make – if they want to – if they think, like, oh, this is one thing. If Warrior fans think – Oh, they just made threes. That's cool. Like, no, then we're, you're, it's a long series, here, son. You can't go six minutes without a basket and want me to believe you. That's why you. That's when why you lose. Like, like it's just not the same thing, bro. It's not like they have to. They got to prove to me they can score enough in half court consistently. Like, they have, I got to see it. One hundred, one hundred percent agree. Uh, before we get out of here, tell the people where they can find you. Let them know when the next episode of your pod is. Uh, 
I will say this, be on the lookout for a lot more stuff uh, after basketball season. If y'all aren't familiar with Reek, football is really a sport. Um, he's a big time Celtics fan. And obviously you can tell by the dialogue, he knows the game of basketball, but football is really his thing. Uh, so yeah, go ahead, man. Let the people know where they can find you and what's on the horizon. For sure. So y'all can follow me at Teflon Reek one. Uh, no underscores or any caps. Uh, I have Teflon Sports Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Anchor app, wherever you uh, can find the podcast. Um, I got uh, I, I run spaces here and there on hoops, football. Um, I have, I think I, I got two, I can say one. I got Pat White coming on Teflon Sports in a couple weeks, talking about the draft, talking about mobile QBs, how the league has changed since he came to the league. Um, I got I got Terry Rozier after these finals coming on, talk about his journey in basketball. Um, and yeah, just follow me and uh, don't let your boss see my tweets because they're not you know safe for work or anything. But you know, and uh, that's it. Appreciate you having me on here. This was fire. Appreciate you as always, dog. The last word was Sosa. Uh, this episode two. Um, y'all know where to catch me at uh, Diamond Club, Daily Bread. Always bigging up the folks. Shout out to my guy, Teflon Reek. Appreciate the perspective. Appreciate the fact that you're a fan, but you're also an unbiased source. Uh, let's get, let, let's keep going up, my brother. Appreciate you as always. For sure. Thank you, bro. Moving on to the next order of things, I want to get some perspective from someone that's from the Bay, from Oakland, very familiar with the culture that's been built in uh, Golden State. You know, he's not he's not a Golden State fan, but he's like I said, he's from Oakland. Nobody knows the history of this team better than him. Uh, glad he could join us uh, just real quick on the last word with Sosa. Again, catch me at Sosa Locksmith. At Daily Bread Media, Sunday morning quarterbacks, the whole nine. Come fuck with us over at Death Row. Um, my next guest is somebody that you guys have spoken to, I'm sure, a few times on uh, on Spaces. Uh, like I said, I, I kind of introduced them already, but I had to, you know, make sure I, I replug my own information so that you guys don't get lost in the sauce. This is still the last word with Sosa. But uh, without further ado, I'd like to welcome in my guy, Father Nitty. Father Nitty TV, uh, the fellow Niner fan from the from Oakland, who is definitely ready to share with y'all, you know, a little bit of history and a little bit more about this particular Golden State team. Father Nitty, my brother, how are you? <coughs> I'm still, still smoking, <coughs> still chiefing on this Warriors pack. Real quick, you know, at the end of the day, I gotta stay loyal to my Lakers. So I'm still smoking on that Warriors pack. But Ooh, man. But at the end of the day, I need to see those green leaves burning. Them clovers, they got to go. They got to go, man. <laughs> Bob, how you doing this morning? Thank you for having me up here. You are. As you can see, let me, let me just say this first. You see my voice is gone? I do. Because I was screaming at Jordan Poole. That's what my voice is gone. <laughs> because the shit he did before halftime has me like this. This is Warrior fans. You guys owe me a voice because this is the shit I lost. My voice screaming at the screen because what the fuck was he doing? 
But I would love to know my I would love to know myself, man. Dude couldn't get past anyone. Looked like a cone on defense. No, listen, I told you that in the spaces. Stop calling him a cone. When you drive past the cone real fast, it moves. It wiggles. It is true. That is the, true. This nigga was dead. He was a dead body, a corpse. I can't deny that, man. I also bet I also bet on the guy. So, you know, it just didn't work out for me last night. But being that you're from being that you're from the city, you 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 know more than anybody the history of this team when they were bad, when they were really bad, when they were really, really bad. Oh yeah. And they were okay, and then they were good, and then they were really great. Yeah. To preview this conversation, um, my first basketball game that I went to, my dad took me to I was seven years old. We went to go see Shaq and Kobe at Oracle. There wasn't no motherfucking Chase Center. It was at Oracle. Um, and Shaq dropped 33 and 10, double double. Uh, and back then I used to rock a ball phase. Everybody used to say I looked like a young Shaq. So that's where my that's where my stardom started, my, my fandom started. Um, and the highlight from that, I always tell people, was that my me and my dad used to always laugh because tickets was twenty dollars. Like people, people don't want to talk about how like they always say, Oh, the games are always sold out. Well, yeah, nigga, because if I didn't want to die and I wanted to go do something, I would go to a Warriors game for $20. And then you, so, so you remember how baseball and basketball would lap together? Sometimes, like, you know, you got that small window. Where yeah, baseball, yeah, yeah, like right, like right around now. Like April, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. remember, Warriors wasn't making no goddamn playoffs. <laughs> so, but when baseball season used to kick off, Sosa, you could go to your local pack and save or Safeway buy a can of Pepsi and go to the baseball game at one o'clock for $5. Hmm. If you kept the can and the ticket, you could go to the Warriors game that night for $5, get a free hot dog and soda. Wow. So for $10, you would go to a Warriors game. So yes, everybody was at a Warriors game because it was $10. Not because these niggas were good. Niggas to give a fuck when they drafted Andre Beatrice. You know who that is? Remember him? I do, actually. Yeah, yeah. How come Warriors fans don't talk about him? Because he was ass. Because he was sorry. They love Monte Ellis. And rightfully so. Monte Ellis put on shows for us at Oracle. And I'm going to say us because I have friends in Oakland. There was shit to do. We would go to the game. Monte Ellis would put up his points. Azubuke would put up his points. So that's what I'm saying. Like, niggas. You ask these warrior fans. Hey, Kalena Asabuki, Jesus. You, you start naming old school niggas. They don't remember these niggas. The Trent Murphys of the world. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But Troy. Troy. But, tro Troy. That's a Troy Trent shit. They're all the same to me. Troy Murphy. There we go. Troy went to Notre Dame. That's the only reason I remember you. But but okay. to keep it keep it short and sweet, man. That's that's why I really hate the way warrior fans move now. Because they lost. The, the organic Warrior fans don't get the love. The organic Warrior fans that we see every day on the timeline, they don't get the real love. And they've been there. The, them games that I be telling jokes to, the niggas was at the games. They was there. But these new fans, these I made an account September 2015, June 2015, December 2015, <laughs> January 2016, March 2016, December 2017, 
how come these accounts didn't exist when he got drafted in 09? When the nigga told y'all he didn't want to be there. I want to go to New York. How come we don't talk about that? They they love they love him though, right? They love him now. It did not work out for the Warriors on purpose. The on purpose. Greatest shooter of all time. Didn't want to be there. Then listen, then he gets there. Ankles are not holding up. Ankles are not holding up. Then there's a rumor. Andrew Bogan wants out. Of all well, people. Well, 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 the Warriors need a big man because Beatrice was ass. You know what I'm saying? So they was like, we got we to get, get a move on. So then it was supposed to be Steph and whatever other package with Bogan. Niggas was happy, celebrating, screaming. Yes, Monte got his big man. We took the ship. That's what niggas was saying. Nobody said, oh, they about to do something and bring Steph a big man. Then the news gets announced mm. that Monte Ellis is gone. He's going in the trade. And Steph stays. Niggas were saying, I'm done. I'm done with the Warriors. I hate this nigga. He sucks. He's never healthy. He's not good. Monte Ellis is that guy. I'm not people fucking forget, with the Warriors. People no forget all this too, right? They forget like. Oh, he can remember. During this, time, all of this. during this time, most of them were Laker fans. So they weren't around to pay attention to that. Remember, I lived in the Bay. I lived there. I went to school with niggas. We, we grew up together, partied with niggas, celebrated with niggas. You niggas were Laker fans. <laughs> After we beat the Celtics in 2010, if I'm mistaken, was that 2010 we beat them? Yeah. After 2010. That's Ron Artest. Kobe passed me the ball. Kobe passed me the ball. Yep. <laughs> After that, in peace the Mavs, listen, 2011 happens. Okay, and then niggas start trying to look for a new team. Where do I go? Because remember, at that time, that's when Bynum started getting the, the S curl and the niggas start getting perms and shit. I'm like, oh, no. Nah. This nigga ain't never going to be better. I thought Bynum was going to be better than Shaq. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> dog, dog. That that jersey, he was the laziest ball player I ever dog, seen. Jersey no, but remember that game? I've never seen at, a lazier ball player from Jersey in my no, life. But remember that game where he went at Shaq? I forget what game that was, but he hit that nigga with the shimmy post. <laughs> hey. Lord I was Jesus. I was on my couch on my mama couch because I wasn't my couch. I was on my mama couch screaming. But no, in, rea in reality, though, so, so for real, that that's the problem with the Warrior fans is that they just got to basketball six years ago. They just got here. You just got here. They weren't. They weren't there for TMC. No. They were now because they got YouTube. Right. Niggas are lucky. Right. There's Google. Like the greatest Warriors team of our. Yeah. Okay. No. Like I'm no, sure you're second for them. Then I, I, I promise you. I swear to God. I promise you. The second greatest Warriors team of all time is the We Believe Warriors. The only reason why these Warriors, this Warriors team, the Dre, Steph, and Clay, because they won a championship. That I mean, that's literally it. If they never win a championship. I'm never putting them above the We Believe Warriors because the We Believe Warriors was real Iggas. And real Iggas was able to go to the game. It was Iggas at Oracle. They brought the real Iggas out. We was outside. Then Silicon Valley, a, a wind of it. Wait a minute. There's a basketball team in East Oakland? Outside with the top Wait, so on. Stop playing. That's the funny part. The Warriors have been playing in East Oakland for years. Bruh. For years. Don All Nelson was going to come out, huh? Duh. 
all of a sudden now there's a basketball team right here. That was United listen, players. Him, wait, him, Matt Barnes, and Steven Jackson was lighting it look, up. Look, look, I can tell. I swear to God, I'm not making this up. Steven Jackson would go be in D East getting loaded after games and before the games. Oh, yeah. Shout out to him, too. Shout out to Steven Jackson. Keeping it solid, bro. But at the, end of, at the end of the day, man, that's why this fandom shit is so funny. Because now you can just load up the internet and just be this day one fan. And for real, this is the Warrior fans. The fact that y'all got up there running y'all show, you should you should feel embarrassed. I'm gonna have I'm to just cut be that. honest. I'm gonna have to cut that. <laughs> listen, I, and I, I those love are, those I are my love, boys, bro. Listen, those I, are listen, my boys. I love I really do. And get me canceled. I, wait, no, this is this is no shot at and but that's how bad or that's how down bad Warriors fans were. Were able to come right in, say "fuck it, we the real fans, we the real niggas, this our shit." Now they the day one warrior fans. Come on, dog. Hey, I mean, I'm, I love, new, I love I'm new on the Twitter machine, so like you know, as uh, as, far as, as, as far, listen, as far as I'm concerned, the Warriors fan base is really fucking weird. I mean, anytime you're you're out here trying to get people canceled because of oh like, yeah, and I mean, listen, don't get me wrong, like we live in an age where you should fear like. I fear cancellation, I guess, if you're not rich enough or like if you have to actually, you know, work in like the outs, outer out, outer realms of the world or, or if you're a public figure or something like that. But like the way that when you're like actively seeking any reason to get someone canceled because they don't share the same sports opinion as you, you're a fucking weirdo. And uh, that's just really weird fucking behavior to me. You know that's what I mean? But that's uh, my weird. That's where we are with the Internet. The internet itself is really here. Like, this is where we're at with the internet. As soon as you say something somebody doesn't like, if they can find your personal information, you're gone. Hey, man. It is what it is, I guess. You know, I have no issues with any, any anybody's sports opinions. At the end of the day, nine out of ten times, we're all fucking wrong anyway. So, what can we say? Um, other than we're moving on to game two. Game two tonight. We got Steph versus 40. Tatum. I'm what, sorry. What, what we what we expecting tonight 40. out of uh, 40. 40 from who? 40 from Steph. From Steph. Okay. That's okay. Listen, I like that. I, listen, look, I'm, I wanted to say this too. And I know my voice is really fucked up, so I apologize to everybody. But if you want Steph to get the validation that y'all think he deserves, he needs to put up 40. And he needs to finish this in five. I'm not playing. He needs to go ahead and take this over. Because this is going to be a nasty narrative. You're telling me that your GOAT won one ring, beating Matthew Delavadova, lost the next ring in historic fashion, and then called him. The top five player in the world. Hey, brother. The best, the best player in the world at the time. I don't give a fuck what anyone was saying, dog. KD was I, that listen, nigga, I, dog. Listen, oh, listen, my I, God. Listen, I'll leave that little bit of room for argumentative. I'll say top five. KD <laughs> in a Warriors jersey? <laughs> no. KD in a Warriors jersey was crazy. Holy and shit. And then, so look, you go two years spanking ass. That motherfucker didn't miss. <laughs> dog, this is the funniest part. They, call, they talking to him crazy in reality. 
right now. I, 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 actually, I actually love I love the bullshit. I love the bro. Listen, I love the spreadsheet mafia on 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 the internet, especially attached to like you know teams that play like spreadsheet defense. Like, oh my god! Like that's that's what they fucking do. They play spreadsheet fucking defense. They come out. Steve Nash. Steve I said Steve Nash. Whoa. Steve Kerr is looking at the fucking uh, at the spreadsheet. And he's like, okay, who out of these four guys would you rather shoot contested jump shots? Because that's what the spreadsheet says. And the two guys are Horford and White. So you you're 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 the idea of defense with them is living with the circumstances or living with the consequences of them making shots. If those guys make shots, you're not winning. <laughs> and that's the crazy part. Of it's that. over. It, it's crazy how you can just confirm what you just said by just going to listen to Draymond Pop. Yes, that if you listen, <laughs> it's just we know the spreadsheet, bro. We're looking at the spreadsheet. It says that this guy's the guy who we want to take the shot contested. So this guy's the guy we're gonna give him up to. And if he makes them, you gotta live with that. And then look. To confirm that another way, look at the defense they were playing on both guys. They weren't even – fuck them. Let them shoot. Draymond was at the free throw line every time Hal Porford was at the top of the key. Just let him shoot. Okay. Bet we'll make them. Okay. But, th but then this is the funny part. Draymond, you got to get better. No. Nigga, the coaching has to get better. It's not Draymond. It's the coach. Hey, what man, listen. I – I, I can think of a lot of things, a lot of different angles. I've rewatched the game three times now. I've looked at every defensive set. And I'm not even a fan of either of these teams. I'm just trying to learn what's going wrong or what is not working. And let me tell you something, guys. You guys hate hearing the word outlier. <laughs> these niggas probably wouldn't go seven, seven for seven in an empty gym. And they hit them all, bro. They hit them all. So <laughs> Just to put, like I said, just just from a respect. In, in perspective, in perspective, though, unreal. Derek White, <laughs> Marcus Smart, and Al Horford having sixty points combined. <laughs> the Warriors, the war, nobody. I, I I wonder what the odds was on that. Smart, White, and Horford to combine for sixty plus. Bruh, again. Uh, just absolute, like I said, absolutely insane fourth quarter that we got in the game one. I believe that things returned immediately back to the mean. They were up by a dozen going into fourth quarter. Steve Kerr probably could have took an earlier timeout, probably could have got Andrew Wiggins and, and, and Steph Curry in particular back in the game in the fourth quarter for extended minutes. I don't think he really did a good job of that. Um, but all in all, game two, I think if you're a betting man, fuck the analytics. This is a team with championship pedigree with their backs against the wall at home who feel as though they tricked off a very, very easily winnable game in game one. Um, I think they come out with fire. I think they come out and they, and they, and they put it on them tonight just because, uh, just because man, like I said, it's back against the wall. They don't have a fucking choice. Like we lose, we, we losing, you know what I mean? <laughs> Listen, look, one, one word, annihilation. It, it, it cannot be, it can't be debatable. They and that's the problem. I agree. It can't they be can't, they they can't make win. a statement, smack these motherfuckers. And can it be debatable? Because I'm going to tell you right now. on the road. Absolutely. We're win, on the same page. And it's debatable. I think the Warriors go down 3-1 coming back. No. <laughs> if it's debatable. If it's a debatable win. 
Oh, nah, still nah. Listen, if it's if it's close, <laughs> if we're talking about like two, three, four points, that's a problem. Man, listen, I, I'm I'm all for that. I think, listen, I, I'm I'm for the two sided coin. You know, like it should be a blowout, but if they got a scratch and claw, like maybe they're not who, we, maybe they aren't who we think they are. Uh, um, okay. So I, I so I get I get <laughs> I get that I get that thought process, but I think that there's so much experience with going to state that you know that that they can they 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 can figure they can figure th- they can figure this out. Um, yeah, and, that, and that, my prediction process. <laughs> I got. I still got Warriors in six. That's still as, my prediction. As do I. As do so, I. So I expect to win tonight. I expect Jordan Poole to play better. He better. I do not expect. Can't play any see, fucking worse. I do not expect to see Draymond and Looney on the floor together that much again. Or I'm praying that I don't see that. Uh, but uh, I need. I need something from Clay. And right now I'm calling him Clay with a C. I need, yeah, I need, I need Clay as well. I need Clay yeah, as well. Because it ain't Clay with a K. Because that nigga ain't got no AK no more. It's Clay with a C. Until he shows me that he he ha- he has to give us something, something. Because if not, if not, he may need to hit the bench and bring Jordan Poole in. Hey Amen. No, I'm not listening to any of that. Now <laughs> no, we're gonna we're gonna cut that we're gonna cut that part too. Uh, <laughs> I'm out of here with that one. No, <laughs> come on, man. I want to do my warriors. Absolutely not. The <laughs> warriors agenda is crazy, but no. Um, I, I really yeah, cut that out. That's a troll. Make sure, <laughs> make sure y'all follow my guy, Father Nitty. Oh, yeah. No, listen, man. I, listen, when my voice comes back, first of all, um, I'm going to hold Sosa accountable this year coming up for the 49ers. It's all good. I'm here. I'm going to hold Sosa accountable for 17 weeks of some 49er football. And the only reason why is because I think that we have the wrong, <laughs> we got the wrong representatives. We might go 17 and 0. Just see, saying. That, that's why my boy's gone now. Because shit like that. I see, I gotta go. Sosa, brother, I love you. I love you to death. Appreciate my you, voice is gone. But I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you again for giving not only me a platform. But guys, I'm, I'm gonna end it with this, and my voice is gone. But I want people to appreciate a brother like Sosa. Reason why is you have a lot of brothers in this world that do not want to help you. You have a lot of people in the world that do not want to help you, and this brother will go to the edges of earth for people. I've seen it already, I've witnessed it already, and I've experienced it. Make sure you're locked in the social world. Make sure you follow him. So some locksmith and make sure that if you put any type of money up to gamble, you lock in with this brother. Come fuck with this club, bro. You already know. Now, if you don't know what the diamond club is, I'm not going to tell you. You just got to look for the sparkly, shiny note on Sosa's bio. Absolutely. That's it. I got to end it with that. Rolls Royce don't do commercials. When? But you see him on the road. That's all hey, I gotta listen, say. Hey, listen, man, listen. You see a Bentley truck on the road when you see the commercial. You see the Lambo trucks on the not road. Once, when not you see once. Not once. Not once. Enjoy hey, the man. shiny bullshit on, that you see on the yeah. game. Hey, we'll you, we'll go, keep it authentic you, over you here. Mercedes Benz. <laughs> <laughs> <Them> Audi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Appreciate you as always. Hey, I love man. you, man. Appreciate you. Thank you. Peace.
uh, just a word of advice as I as I wrap up. Um, I see a lot of pandering going on on the internet. A lot of people thirsty for clicks and views, and and just doing anything for anything for the gram. Doing it, and I guess that's what they used to call it, right? Doing it for the gram. Um, stop pandering. Stop. Stop being. Stop coming out here begging people for for likes and love, per se. Um, if people fuck with you, they'll fuck with you. Um, also, stop letting white journalists and bloggers and fucking YouTubers talk about fucking athletes like they're livestock. And when they get uh, approached by these said people that this, they're discussing like they're fucking livestock or a fucking slave of for auction, um, you know, please stop letting them do that. Like, stop making it seem like it's okay. I mean, we allow nepotism in sports, you know, unqualified people getting jobs all the time. There's a lot of journalists out here and a lot of people who you follow on YouTube and dick ride on the internet daily um, that are just products of nepotism. They, they got to where they're at because they are, their father was good at something. They don't even have any fucking talent. But those are the people that you want to dick ride on the internet and pander to. Like, shut the fuck up. And yeah, if y'all know where I'm coming, who I'm coming at for that, cool. Also, um, really, really excited for the NFL season. Uh, cannot wait to hear all the idiotic takes. I mean, we've heard so many of them already throughout the last three or four months. Um, I can only imagine how much it's going to heat up and how much dumber it's going to sound. Uh, without, I don't think I, I think I covered everything else. Um, if you fuck with me, thank you. If you listen to my shit, thank you. If you ever want to be a part of anything I'm doing, Daily Bread Media, Sunday Morning Quarterbacks, just DM me. Also, um, yeah, if you don't like me, fuck you. And that's it, and that's all. Appreciate everybody. Sosa Locksmith, the last word, that's always mine.